You're listening to the Red Moon Radio podcast, episode number nine. Today, we're talking to Stamos and George, the members of Greek rock duo, The Noise Figures. Red Moon Radio is a weekly podcast dedicated to garage, psychedelic, fuzz, and lo-fi, as well as good old-fashioned rock and roll from around the world. We bring you the best new music and interviews, introducing you to your new favorite band. The show is produced every Monday and is available on Podomatic at redmoonradio.podomatic.com and on Stitcher at stitcher.com slash red-moon-radio. You can also subscribe to the show on iTunes by searching for Red Moon Radio. Follow the podcast on Twitter at redmoonradio one on Facebook at facebook.com slash redmoonradio. Get in touch with us by email at redmoonradio2015 at gmail.com and watch for us, along with the other music junkies, on the website 53rdand3rd.com. Links to the bands and extras are available in the show notes on our Podomatic and Stitcher pages, as well as on 53rdand3rd.com. Come back often and add us to your favorites. Now let's get on with the show. Hey again, everyone. Erin here. Welcome to the Red Moon Radio podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in today. This is the ninth episode of Red Moon Radio, and I'm really glad to have you join us. I hope you enjoy this week's show with the noise figures. Stay tuned for the interview coming up. Just a quick reminder that you can check back on previous episodes of Red Moon Radio with Robbie Fisher, ZX Plus, Betrayers, The Tailbreakers, Sloppy Kiss Soiree, Susie's, Sunny Skies, and last week's episode with Baby Jesus. Speaking of Baby Jesus, their self-titled album was released on vinyl on Friday, so if you haven't ordered your copy yet, get yourself over to Yippie Kaye Records and do it. The links are on the podcast pages. As noted, in this episode, we're speaking with Stamos and George, also known as the Noise Figures. To start off the show, here's the opening track from their latest LP, Affilian, which was released on vinyl, CD, and digital download by Inner Ear Records in September this year. The song is called Shoot the Moon. Check it out. Through 
Today's guests, the Noise Figures, are a garage psych duo from Athens, Greece, who recently released their excellent sophomore album, Affilion, on Inner Ear Records. Combining classic rock and roll with garage and psych flourishes, as well as a heaviness that belies the fact that they're a two-piece band, the Noise Figures take on their influences and have created a sound all their own. I had the pleasure to speak with Samos and George, the members of the Noise Figures, via Skype from Athens this weekend. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining me today on Red Moon Radio. For people who are just discovering you, can you tell me a little bit about your band and your sound? Hey, we are the Noise Figures from Athens, Greece. I'm George. I'm Stamos. Uh, George uh, plays the drums and he sings at the same time. (laughs) And I play the guitar and I sing. Uh, we we have been a band for like uh, three years. Yeah, I think that we can't define the genre of the music. Uh, we have uh, some there's some garage inside. There is some uh, I don't know some heavy psych. Yeah, rock. We, we call it rock and roll. We have two um, uh, full albums LPs uh, released. In the first one in 2013, and the second one just uh, two months ago. Yeah, in the rear. Yeah, in the rear. Um, a record label. A record label based in Greece. Patras. Patras, yeah. How did you guys start playing together? What brought you together? We were playing with uh, other bands at the same studio. We are friends as well, so we thought about jamming. And we were just jamming for two hours. Some songs came up, and we thought that it was a great opportunity to start a two-piece band. Can you tell me a little bit about what it's like to play as a duo? Uh, the first time it was really weird for me, especially um, in uh, the live uh, gigs. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I was used to being uh, on a five-piece or three-piece bands, so... It was awkward. Yeah, it was awkward and it was... Uh, um... Because he was alone, standing with the guitar, <laughs> and I was just doing the drum thing. Yeah, and besides that, we had to find out a way to, to make the... Uh, make the sound bigger. The sound bigger and reach, you know. And in order to achieve that, we had to, to be really focused on the rehearsals and uh, all this preparation to, to be done in a way that the, the songs will, will be equally full of volume and uh, tone, like uh, in the recordings. So we had some time to, to figure it out how to do it and to, uh, to be in the the same level of tone oh, and yeah. volume. So yeah, the first days were a little hard, but then we, we were okay. <laughs> yeah, we just used many amps. Yeah, <laughs> everything was okay. What would you say are some of your biggest musical influences? I think our main influences come from uh, the 60s uh, or the 70s. Music scene like the Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath and uh, the, the Beatles as well and uh, of course some uh, newer stuff like uh, the, the Black Angels, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club or uh, yeah, and, and the Queens of the Stone Age and some yeah. and, and some garage bands like Dicegal, the OCs yeah, some Austin, some uh, San Francisco yeah, yeah, some influences from the 60s, some more psychedelic ones, some it's a mixture of many things where did the name The Noise Figures come from? The Godfather is, mm-hmm. is uh, our uh, promoter. Uh, Str- Stratos. Was, yeah. yeah. Stratos is, is a, a good friend. And he, he had this idea because he made his PhD on The Noise Figures. So he named us. So you guys have two releases, two full-length releases from Inner Ear. 
how did you guys hook up with the label? You know, it is one of the most active. Yeah, basically, it's, it's yeah. the only active and uh, I don't know how to say it, uh, alive, you know, uh, label in uh, Greece mm -hmm. nowadays. I mean, even the major labels have been really dead the last years. So they are doing a great job. They have. Um, uh, the uh, most interesting uh, English-speaking and Greek-speaking bands and speaking or singing, singing, <laughs> yeah, artists in uh, in Greece uh, last, last eight, years, yeah. eight years, I think, seven years, something like that. And we knew uh, we knew the guy. Yeah, we knew the so guys. So I had a band before which uh, has uh, released. released an album there. So we sent them a demo of uh, our first stuff. Uh, we had some independent releases before. We have made um, two EPs before the first album. And they were digging the song, so we got to the studio, we sent them the record, and... Just released it. They released it, and... Yeah, everything uh, was really... Everything was really easy and fast. Yeah, I mean, yeah, within a year everything was... Uh, I think that it's the first time that everything got so... So fast. So fast, yeah. There was a couple of years in between your releases, so... How has playing and shows and touring and everything like that, how has that developed your sound between the two releases? We toured extensively for um, for the first album. We had a European tour, Balkan. a Balkan tour, many gigs in, in Greece, festivals and everything. So yeah. um, th there is a difference between the first and the second album and... All these things had to do with. Uh, I think that this has, it has to do with uh, with all these touring. experiences from touring and the travels and. We started making uh, music. We, we started making the music while we were in, while we were touring. touring so yeah. everything was different because it was not uh, made in a studio. It was made on the road and uh, on the stages. So it was written to be played live. How important is playing live to you guys then? It's the funniest thing. Having a band, it's about playing live. It's the best time you, you can have. I think that if you don't play live and if you're um, more focused on the studio work, there's no evolution in the music because uh, the, uh, the more gigs you have, the more better you become. It has to do with, uh, with the sound and the songs and everything. Uh, every, every time that we have a gig, it's like having a Faber Hessels. <laughs> You know, it, it, you every time you become better and more confident about the things that you play, and I think that uh, a band has to play as more as uh, they they can. I think that uh, this is the only way to to become better and more popular, of course. But in, in uh, besides of that, it's it's the perfect tool to be to be better as a musician. And it keeps you alive and energetic. It's the most important for me. All the energy I take, all the energy from. From the live, from the from the geeks. This last album was written play live. What would you say the album was inspired by? It was inspired by the the northern European weather. Yeah, we went away from Greece from the sunny days. We were touring, so yeah, Aphelion is the longest distance from the earth to the sun. So it symbolizes the our touring when we went away from Athens. For the first time, and uh, all the songs were written uh, during the tour. It's a little darker, a little heavier, maybe. How do you find it? I would say it's definitely a bit heavier than the first album. There's some evolution, an evolution of your sound, I would say. Yeah, we feel like that too. 
we feel like that it's like a concept album for us. And it was recorded really fast, right? Yeah, we recorded it on uh, yeah less than a week on a tape. Yeah, less than a week. Yeah, with Alex, our producer. How did that recording session differ from previous recording sessions for you guys? Uh, it had to be more uh, professional, more professional. But it was uh, yeah, it was more difficult for us. But we want we wanted to uh, achieve a more vintage sound, so we had to use the real tape recorder. So in some seventies equipment, yeah, like Ludwig drums and uh, the amps, the Fender amps. Yeah, but it was quite it was quite tricky uh, because uh, it was mostly live sessions, so we didn't have a chance for many overdubs and things like that. So we had to be very accurate in every, in every session, and then you have to go over real back, and then again uh, record, and then uh, then go back, and there's so, almost uh, no editing in the album. So everything was really, we had to be very focused every time. Yeah, no digital means. Yeah. But that gives it a different energy, right? Yeah. A 70s atmosphere, I think. An ambience. I don't know. It's not digital at all. And you can feel it. Definitely. You guys have releases on vinyl and then also on CD and you've released your albums digitally. As music lovers, what is your preference for listening? Finally, it's always better. Yeah, but uh, a band needs all the formats, as, all the formats as well, because we really love uh, vinyl as music lovers. But uh, we have to use them. We MP3s. have to use uh, the MP3s as well, and the, the, the iTunes, the or iTunes, or and the Spotify, and the, everything. You know, everything is a tool for the band to uh, to have the audience something to listen so yeah it's the only way you can hear us in Canada yeah if you don't have a distribution on, over the world you have to you have to be involved with the digital uh, stuff as well but we really prefer the vinyl the, the sound of the, the richer sound of the vinyl of course definitely you guys do DJ gigs so what do you use when you're DJing CDs CDs yeah <laughs> it's the easiest thing no yeah. the, the easiest thing is the laptop I think but it's uh, you can't DJ by clicking. It's uh, it's awful. With the vinyls, you can get drunk and and mess mess it all up. Yeah. It's true. You just did a show last night. Can you tell me a little bit about it? We were DJing in separate in <laughs> different, different clubs. <laughs> it was it was fun. It's always fun. Uh, the the nightlife in uh, Athens is always fun. There is always something going on, uh, DJ sets or uh, gigs, you can find, you know, Athens is, is very alive during the night time. I asked about a couple of bands that have influenced you and things that you're listening to and you picked a few. Can you tell me a little bit about the bands and the, the songs that you picked? Yeah, we picked uh, the Queens of Stone Age. It was a big influence for us uh, during uh, the, the recording session. Uh, we really like GOAT because they, they use traditional world, world music mm. and they um, with fuzz, fuzzy guitars and yeah, uh, they mix it with psychedelic rock and, and it's side a sound, yeah. very unique style of music. Yeah. Vehicles of death metal. Yeah. They're getting a bit of press right now. They're really famous right <laughs> now. Yes, yeah. they are for some reason. I hope these guys get over this thing. Yeah. 
I think they are, they are okay. It's really ironic that this happened to the most funny rock act nowadays. Let's uh, grab a beer and have fun playing. So it's very awkward that this thing happened to this band. What will the their next album sound like? Yeah, we were, dis- we were discussing this before because I think that this is something that you can't get over. Uh, and uh, so, so they will, yeah. they will uh, affect their uh, maybe their music and their everything. It's a pretty heavy thing to have happen to a band. You also mentioned the Black Angels and Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. Yeah, we have played in uh, in Athens with Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. Yeah, it's always it's always nice to be at their shows, and even better to to share the stage with them. These guys are. Yeah, the guys are true rock and rollers. Yeah.
supported a whole bunch of really awesome artists, Japan Droids, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club, The Growlers earlier this year. What was your most exciting show as fan, like as fans of these bands? I was very um, happy to meet them and, and talk a little bit with the Black Rebel Motorcycle Club because they were uh, so polite and so... Uh, and they were, I, were very friendly. Yeah, very friendly and really cool people. I mean, sometimes... Uh, you really like and admire a musician, but you don't know how this person uh, is. is uh, He's a real yeah. yeah, I mean, sometimes a really good musician may be a real asshole as well, or a good person. You don't know what. You don't know what to expect from expect, from these yeah. guys. Yeah, and, you know they're touring extensively all, all the time. Don't know. Uh, but yeah, these guys are true rock and rollers. Yeah, and it was. I think it was the funniest. It was the funniest moments. Yeah. The growers were the party animals. Yeah. <laughs> growers, well, well, they were crazy. Yeah. Crazy. They, they are true LA slackers. <laughs> we did two shows with them, uh, one in Athens and one in a smaller city, Volos, and we had a really great time. And what did you learn from playing with these other bands? I think we learned some stuff from the Japan droids, from the from the from their amp settings, their technician. Yeah, we, um, we we were there at their sound check. And it was very yeah, it was amazing. It was, it was amazing. Too many yeah. amps. The sound um, that we achieved is really really amazing. I mean, we played with the same uh, backline, so we we just played. We, we didn't have to change anything. Mm. It was amazing what they did because there are also two persons, so they can they can do a huge sound. Yeah, when well, well, we have a chance to, um, to to see or play with another two-piece band, we always uh, you know, get uh, curious about uh, how do they achieve their sound. So we always uh, want to know and uh, notice things, you know, and and everything. So uh, the Japan boys were really, really, really good at it. Yeah, yeah you think that you, you have found the perfect sound, but it can, it can get better every time. Yeah. What's the difference between playing one of these big shows and playing something at a smaller venue for you guys? I think you have to do the same thing. You just have to play. You just have to play and uh, have fun, even if you're playing to 50 or 3,000 people. Yeah, and um, sometimes uh, playing in a small venue is even better because it can transform to a party more easily. When you have 50 or 100 people yeah. that uh, are really excited at this time, it, it can really... Uh, yeah, it can become a party. It can become yeah. a party out there. Like in, in Vitoria, in Spain, it was it was like it was like 50 people, but it yeah, was, but it was, it was a great one, party, one of the yeah. greatest gigs of the With tour, yeah. people throwing us joints. <laughs> <laughs> They're crazy. So you guys are from Greece. What's the music scene like there, specifically Garage and Psych, but... You know, what are some of your favorite bands out of Greece right now? It's a good time now in Greece. Many bands have emerged. Yeah, they are becoming better and more. Prof and they are, they are more pro professional about music. Yeah, b besides the, uh, the the crisis thing, I think that uh, things about music here now it's uh, better than the last decade or five years ago. There are many bands. There are many really good bands. Yeah, and many, many of them are uh, touring uh, outside of Greece, become uh, well known in, in Europe. In other countries, yeah. yeah. So it's really, it's really important for us. Yeah, we like bands like new bands like uh, The Victim of Society, Cave Children, Chicken, Baby Guru, 
Naast het Baby Jesus. Naast het Baby Jesus, Bazooka. En heavier bands, like Land of Zeus, One Thousand Moles. Nice talker. Ja, er is een big variety uh, in, in bands nowadays in rock music, from uh, Garaz and Psychedelic to Stoner and Heavy Metal. There is a. I think the, heavy, the heavier the sound, the better the band. <laughs> yeah, uh, there are some really well known yeah. heavier bands heavy, from, heavy from, bands, from yeah. Greece. Heavy Rotten Christ, Night Stalker, Land of Zeus. Yeah, they're huge. Do you think that the economic crisis has kind of spurned on creativity in a way? Yeah, it had to because you don't get, you don't have any job. What will they do? <laughs> Play rock and roll. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's so simple. Yeah, and it's it's more easy to take some risks that maybe you wouldn't take if uh, there was a stability in yeah, other yeah, things. Yeah. So if you were nine to five in it. So. Plans for tours or upcoming shows that you can tell us about? We were supposed to be on tour now, <laughs> but uh, unfortunately we have to we had uh, to come to to reschedule uh, the whole thing. Uh, we will have some gigs in February in Greece, and nowadays we are in the um, uh, we are planning to to reschedule our European and Balkan tour for. March, uh, March or, or April at this time, but we we haven't got the dates yet. But we will uh, we will reschedule the whole thing. You need to ask our agent about it. About it. <laughs> do you have any plans to come to North America, or would you like to come to North America and do some touring? We really like, but I think that it's a little early for us now. I mean, um, we're gonna focus on Europe right now. In the Balkans, we have to focus on Balkans and Europe. And if, if there is a, a chance to do it. Of course, we will be really yeah. happy to do it, you know. Maybe, but maybe, maybe with a third album. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe with a yeah, but it's more, you know. I don't know. Everything goes step by step, you know. So the album cover art for Affilion, Can you tell me a little bit about that? The cover art. Uh, Bob Studio has created the artwork of the album. They're good friends. Uh, these guys are, the, I think, the best designers in Greece. Mm-hmm. We think it's a really striking image, and it grabs you right away, which is important, right? Yeah, and it, it really suits with the music. I mean, yeah, it's the music, yeah. And uh, we had some, we just have some uh, references uh, sent to them, and they listened to the music, and what was the result? Was yeah, and the vinyl is red, <laughs> and the vinyl is as well, yeah. <laughs> You guys have a video from your first album for Out of Your Mind. Do you have any other videos for, or do you have something in the works for this album? Not yet, but we are. We had many videos from the first album. The first album we was yeah. Rolling, Rolling, uh, Out of Your Mind, Look Better in the Sun, and Look Better in the Sun, Space, Space, Space Mountain. Mountain yeah. Some, these, these are unofficial. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Space Mountain and uh, We Look Better in the Sun. Okay. But yeah, the, the official ones are uh, Out of Your Mind and Rolling. Um, we were thinking about a, a video. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan. I just like the music to be to be listened as it is. But okay, maybe 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 we'll, we'll have one. Yeah, we 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 really had to do a a good video for the first album because it was the first album. Yeah, and um, the people always like to to see the band, you know, and and when they first uh, hear about the band, we, we want to see a video on something. But maybe I would like to have some uh, really good footage from uh, from the from gigs or from 
tours and everything more than a music video maybe yeah, maybe, maybe maybe a live video maybe a live yeah. video will be a really good live video with good sound you know and good quality maybe it will be even better than just a video with us doing stuff i don't know <laughs> yeah it's always better live we we don't i think we, we don't are, even like to do the photo shoots i don't i don't like them i think that we are better live than uh than in studio and i think that we have more uh, gigs than rehearsals maybe we are the only band that has more gigs than rehearsals in their lifetime <laughs> <laughs> well you said that one gig is like five rehearsals right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Many songs have been written uh, in sound checks and in jamming uh, and sessions, yeah. Sessions, yeah.
cover songs at all in your live shows? Yeah, we, we've done some. Like, we have recorded uh, two uh, two covers. One was for um, it was one was uh, the uh, the Sonics, the Wiz. The Sonics, the Wiz, and the other was uh, T Rex. Uh, T Rex. Which song? Metal Guru. Okay, Metal Guru. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we have played some. We have ah, played some we, kings, we, kings, I think. Kings, yeah. Kings. And Ty Seagull. Ty Seagull, yeah. And what else? Uh, maybe the Beatles. The Beatles, yeah. Once, once only for one show. Without <laughs> rehearsing. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's it. Yeah. You guys recorded a Danzig song, didn't you? Ah, yeah, it's, a, it's okay. It's friendly, use the lyrics. Yeah, and we did something different. You heard it on SoundCloud? We forgot about it. Mm. I'm reminding you of all these things that you've done in the past. Before we go, how can people track you guys down, connect with you? Where can people find your music? You can find our music on the Bandcamp page. Yeah, uh, Inner Ear. Both our Bandcamp page and Inner Ear page. Spotify. Spotify. SoundCloud, but not everything. I think it's just some songs there. Uh, YouTube. Uh, the first album is. I mean, both of the albums have been uh, on YouTube. Uh, yeah. in, on YouTube. Uh, I think the best means is to is the, the vinyl. You can buy the vinyl through the Inner Ear official site. And you're also on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. I mean, like all bands, you gotta be everywhere, right? Yeah, we it's, it's it's really hard for us to be everywhere. You get lost there. Uh, yeah, in the in the cyberspace. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but this social uh, media thing, it's really, it's, it's really hard for us to be, you know, uh, every day trying to organize the uh, um, uh, interviews or the things that we have to, to do and keep the um, fans, let's say, posted about what we do, what we're doing. It, it, it's really hard for us to, to, to concentrate on that because if you do all these things, and then there's so much little time for, um, still, yeah. for music, you know. It's no time it's for music. No time for music if you have to do all the other things. Music is definitely the focus. Yeah. For sure. Well, that pretty much wraps up the interview. Thank you guys so much for taking time this afternoon for coming on the show and sharing your music with us. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you. Thank you, Thanks. Thanks again to Stamos and George for taking time to speak to Red Moon Radio and share their music with us. During the interview, we heard a couple of songs from bands that have influenced and are admired by the noise figures, including Queens of the Stone Age with Regular John from their self-titled album, Sweden's Goat with Run to Your Mama, the Eagles of Death Metal with Bad Dream Mama from their album Peace, Love, and Death Metal, as well as Black Rebel Motorcycle Club with Whatever Happened to My Rock and Roll. We also heard two tracks in there from the noise figures' self-titled debut album, Out of My Mind and Rollin', both of which have official videos up on YouTube. Check those out. Let's continue with more from the band's latest release, Affilion, and three tracks that really caught my ears. In the Boneyard, Run, and Feathers, all of which exhibit the noise figure's love for heavy and melodic sounds. to call I can ride 
Somehow, that's all the time we have left for this week's episode of Red Moon Radio. To end the show, here's the title track from Aphelion. Thanks so much to the Noise Figures for another great episode of Red Moon Radio, and thanks to you for tuning in. Until next week. I feel